0: Hey everybody, I'm Darryl Cagle, and this is the Cagle Cast. We're all about political cartoons, and today our topic is Trump Hitler. You all know Godwin's Law, that every argument on the internet ends up with a reference to Hitler, and it is just the same with editorial cartoonists. We exaggerate things, and very often that exaggeration ends up as Hitler, and you'll see Hitler in cartoons on all kinds of topics, but lately it is a whole lot of Trump is Hitler, and so that's our our theme for today. We have lots of great Trump-Hitler cartoons, and we have three great cartoonists talking about all the Trump-Hitler cartoons. Taylor Jones is a Brilliant cartoonist. He draws for the Huber Digest at Stanford University. He was a staff cartoonist for many years for the El Nuevo Dia newspaper in Puerto Rico. And he drew for many years for U.S. News and World Report magazine. And he's won a ton of awards. And this is your Hitler here, Taylor. Well, I've completely forgotten
1: this cartoon. Pat,
0: can you read this Hitler for us? Eich! The <laughs> felt like is going to be huge! And the polls, they love me! I'm
2: going to get all their votes, but first we must rid society of these low-energy <laughs> parasites to make Deutschland great again.
0: Oh, that was excellent!
1: <laughs> so, uh,
3: our
0: listener's crazy.
1: <laughs> you have any
0: comments on this one, Taylor?
1: Well, I think first, I think uh, they should. Uh, 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 bring a remake of uh, Hogan's Heroes and have Pat star in it.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna be Schultz. I'm Schultz. What I year never. was this? What year
0: was this? I think this was 2015. Wow,
1: mm, it might have been. I, you know, Dude, uh, the, uh, it.
3: that was, that was <laughs> he was running. It was,
1: it was. I don't know. The reference just occurred to me early. I am just uh, so jealous. <laughs> the the, the rhetoric really hasn't changed in the
0: (laughs) now we move on to Pat Burns Pat here is one of yours can you read this one to us my mom's old enough to remember when Hitler was bad we're seeing so much Hitler now even so the editors don't like Hitler cartoons (laughs) Hitler cartoons don't get much reprint you see Hitler cartoons on the web yeah probably some of them are pro Hitler
2: yeah you also see people talking about I mean they're, they're flirting with it I mean, not counting the people on January 6th who walked around with the flags, but there are people that are like, they're like, you see the videos of, I don't mean to dehumanize people here, but you see videos of like guerrilla wars. I mean, G-O-R-I-L-L-A wars, where they run up to a line and they, they threaten, they and then they kind of retreat. It's it's the bluff, it's the working up their nerve before there's actual combat. And you see that kind of stuff happening. It's kind of creepy.
0: I've got a list of 10 reasons for Trump to be Hitler. He is the leader of a personality cult. He's a strongman leader. Theatricality and massive political rallies, hyper-nationalist, calls for bans and deportations of immigrants who are vermin poisoning the blood of America, wording from Mein Kampf. The fetishization of masculinity, vengeance, the lost golden age syndrome, promises to purge the disloyal, readiness to use violence in politics, and uh, demonization and calls to jail opponents. That is a heck of a lot of similarities.
1: Yeah, all he has you know, to do is a
0: Nexus to Dayton land, and he's there.
2: You know, sometimes um, I
1: wonder if Hitler had been around today, would he be sort of more like Hitler or more like Trump, and vice versa? Hitler was able to make great use of a new technology of the time. Uh, which at least was radio. Of course, people re- respond more viscerally viscerally to audio than they do to video. And that's one of the reasons why talk radio is so, so successful. And, uh, you know, Hitler would have, uh, I think, been a creature of his time whenever he might have appeared.
0: Well, I, you, we do have to acknowledge that Hitler is the greatest mass murderer in history. And I don't think... <laughs> Trump rises to the levels well, of that.
2: I don't mind so it Stalin is an exaggeration. Nine, but it is nine million. Stalin got nine million.
1: Yeah. Well I thought Stalin got more. He, depends on you know who you ask.
2: Yeah. He he wasn't as good at branding though.
1: <laughs> the point I was trying to make was that I think that political leaders are creatures of their time, and, and I don't know that today in a highly advanced, highly industrialized nation like Germany, I don't know that they could be capable of producing a kind of figure like Hitler, who was both technologically and politically the product of his times and the resentments of his times, but I think those, those change. By the way, just want to say, uh, uh, Pat, I love your, your kid there with the shirt tails hanging out. That's great. You yeah,
0: have wonderful body language in your cartoons, Pat.
1: Well, isn't cartooning acting? I think you're demonstrating
2: that it is. Yes, I believe it is. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's it's art. I mean, composition and all that stuff. But that's the emotion part. You need the body language. You, it's, we're not just putting stick figures in there.
0: So to introduce you, Pat, you are best known for your cartoons in The New Yorker. You draw all kinds of gag cartoons for other magazines. You did a comic strip for years called Monkey House. And you're an advertising illustrator who's won a bunch of awards. How do you do? <laughs> okay, Bill, moving on to you. Well, right.
1: uh, this, is, this is great. This was
0: actually an early one too, Bill. you I think you hold the distinction of drawing more Trump-Hitlers than any of our other cartoonists.
3: Well, I'm proud of that, I have to say. You know, I grew up. I grew up in, in the South. I grew up in Florida, and when I was the age of ten, accidentally coming home from a, a drive-in movie theater, I saw a Klan rally and a cross burning. And from that day on, I had been aware of of fascism and Hitler and Trump remind me so much of each other because to to me that that the ten reasons that you just listed are absolutely true. I had nightmares as a child. Uh, thinking that maybe a cross would be burned in my front yard because I had seen what they can do. And here in Florida, the Nazis and the Klan are very, very strong, very powerful people here. And Trump and DeSantis have enabled all these Klansmen to come down and all these Nazis to move to Florida because they're welcome here. We have an overpass in Orlando where Nazis take their flags, those swastika flags, and and wave them to passerbys that come underneath the bridge. And DeSantis's press secretary said, "Well, those are actually leftists that were dressed oh, up right. as Nazis who want to make." The Nazis look bad. Yeah, so that's what, that's what we're dealing with here. You know? That's what we're dealing with. So here you go, Bill. Tell us about this one. Here,
0: you've got Lady Liberty with a Trump-Hitler mustache.
3: Yes, yes. Somebody got up there and painted uh, Trump on under her lip. That's what American can become if uh, Trump has his way.
1: Good composition, Bill. Looks good. Exactly. You know, you got, I just
2: got, just got just enough of that arm to suggest. Yep. So that's a nice touch.
0: You know, the Hitler look and the Hitler mustache and the hairdo is really very 20s fashionable chic. And I never really thought about that because he has his own look and, you know, it's a cartoony look and it is Hitler. But you know, if you look at it as a style of the time, he was just, he was being very fashionable. Do you have no comment on that? I, I I
1: don't know. I've paid paid attention to a lot of faces photos from that era. I don't know about that, Daryl, because he was brutally made you know made fun of in <laughs> cartoons in in elsewhere in Europe in the West before the war, and they certainly uh, look at those
0: John Hill Junior cartoons. You see some Hitler yeah. mustaches in those. You
1: do, you do. But I guess the Hitler mustache. That, that succeeded the Kaiser Wilhelm mustache. The two small points, you know, coming up like this and uh, mustache styles.
0: Here's another one from you, Bill. You've got the Hitler mustache on, on uh, Lincoln that... Uh... Trump has painted on him.
3: Uh, So what's the context for Trump painting this Hitler mustache on Lincoln? He just wants to take away freedom. He wants to take away what Lincoln stands for. That's all. And a lot of
2: his mega maniacs like to point out that it it was the, the Democrats who were fighting for slavery and, you know, it was the Republicans who released the slaves. And they don't seem to realize that some things have changed over the last 150 years.
0: Yeah, you know, cartoonists is- on the right draw lots of Hitler, too, and they depict yeah. the left as Hitler. And well, I think there is some reciprocity going on. I'm going to show a few of those later.
1: Trump likes to leave his mark, and that's what he's doing here. And when he would t- uh, uh, take possession of some skyscraper or casino, the first thing was to rip off what was... On the front and put up giant Trump letters, so he's just doing what he does best.
0: I like I like how the paintbrush is also a little uh, Hitler mustache. Here, Trump and Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Green uh, preparing to wear their Hitler mustaches. <laughs>
3: Great so paper doll
0: set w- for the kids. Yeah. So for Marjorie Taylor Green, what are her reasons for being associated with the uh, Hitler metaphor?
3: Oh, I don't know. I just think she's nuts. She fitted perfectly with him.
0: The goose stepping <laughs> for one. Yeah. Okay. No? Here is uh, Angel Bulligan, our cartoonist from Mexico City. I thought this was a great-looking cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know these uh, Trump
1: Hitlers could be artful. Yeah. Well, he was an illustrator. Was the line from the
0: from the
2: producers? Oh, he was a wonderful painter. He could paint an entire apartment in one
0: afternoon, two coats. <laughs> <laughs> here's John Darko. Hitler says, your opposition are vermin. You've come a long way, as Trump is uh Nazi giving a salute. And there's a vermin. Yeah, there's, there's the vermin.
1: Mussolini with hair mousse. Well, that's the thing. When you had uh, one of the earlier podcasts with Ed Wexler joining us, he could do that sort of uh, a good uh, Mussolini imitation. And Trump has some of the Mussolini buffoonery that he likes to incorporate into his rallies and what have you. Just his daily, his daily being.
3: He does like to cross his arms and do it, nods his head. Right, exactly, yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah.
0: He's got more of a comedian's kind of delivery, though. You know, when He's angry and ranting and yelling, <laughs> and you know, Trump has some timing and he muses. He's and, got the I, delivery of a bully. It's mockery. It's
2: not comedy. You, you can't tell by me sitting here and looking as large as you. But I was not a large person ever in my life, and when I was a kid. I was especially small, and I looked about three years younger than my age, basically a stem cell on legs. And I also got straight A's, so I got bullied a lot. I know bullies, I know what they sound like, I know what they act like, and Trump talks like one. His minions. Talk like it. they don't say anything of substance it's just like boom they go for the insult so um yeah it, it's not comedy they love oh, it for
3: being they love it for being a bully that's exactly right. right they like his yeah.
2: bulliness yeah. amen and w- what kind of sickness of the soul is that
0: yeah. uh, lots of name yeah. calling yeah uh, oh yeah from the courtroom you know editorial cartoonists do lots of name calling a whole lot of cartoons are nothing but ad hominems, and you just kind of laugh well, at the name calling.
1: Perhaps, perhaps, Daryl, it's the revenge of people who were bullied. You know, that the, yeah. the bullies get hurt back people, to the cartoons.
0: Here's another Darko cartoon with Darth Vader, Osama bin Laden, and Hitler. And Trump is walking up behind saying, hey, bad hombres, whatever you tell me, I'll take you at you would.
1: <laughs> That's the tallest Hitler I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> well, a, sh- a short it's perspective.
1: Trump. It's the perspective. It's the perspective. Osama bin Laden is tall.
0: Read this one for us, Pat.
2: The vermin are poisoning the blood of our nation.
0: The, the vermin thing is interesting. People don't really say the word vermin. It's one of those words that's not in a speaking vocabulary. Yeah, um, it's kind of a tell, not towel, anymore. Isn't it? Used to be. We also don't talk about poisoning blood. That's, that's not a metaphor that people just pops off their tongue. A lot of Trump's uh, MAGA minions in their Twitter
1: handles have pure blood as part of their name. Well, you know, sometimes I think all this genetic stuff genetic testing all the little kits you can get i don't think that's help matters in, in some ways i think it's like saying well you know i'm i'm really norwegian American. you know i'm really norwegian or i'm really swiss or something like that and and uh, uh that, that somehow that's 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 better that's what really makes them is what their past was and
0: so are and- you guys looking at the mega people and seeing master race stuff Oh, yeah. You You got (laughs) that half right. That race wasn't the way the word ends. So here we've got Pat Bagley from Utah, and he's got Trump saying all these radical leftist vermin who compare me to Hitler will be shot ominous Good. looking cartoon
1: yeah that's a really ominous trump nice yeah. transition
0: to the grayscale Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but yeah he's he's pledging his vengeance
0: yeah they like the well, vengeance
1: you know i think a great myth of the 1960s was that everybody was anti-war and everybody was pro-civil rights and that was hardly the case and you can certainly look back to nixon in 1968 and uh, Nixon and George Wallace together got 57% of the vote, and Nixon was using <laughs> speechwriters like Pat Buchanan, taking digs at this or that kind of people. And and I think that there's people out there who want to go back, just want to go back and back and back, back before Brown versus Board of Topeka, back back before the New Deal, back. You know, it's very much going back to a to a a time they want to remember as a more pure and wholesome one. Certainly, it wasn't. But they're determined, and they have never sort of been passed down to the generations. They've never given up that hope. And Trump has brought voice and meaning to that way of thinking. That's true. All these years later.
2: Yeah, he's he's, he's permitted it. And he also came along at a time when celebrity culture was at its peak. And he rode that with no real achievement other than being born rich and spending some money to get his name on a building or 20.
0: Here's another Pat Bagley cartoon. The every man in the middle says, why is it always a choice between the lesser of two evils with Hillary on the left with her emails and Trump on the right with grand evil, Hitler and Klan and Devil. Satan? and yeah. Good uh, cartoon. It is not a equitable choice there. Yeah, the both sides and stuff, it doesn't work anymore. They do see the left as really, really evil. Yeah, like I don't. I, I they, think they, yes, and I, I think there's more passion on the right than there is on the left.
2: Let me tell you something uh, about about bullies <laughs> and, and name-calling. They're going to call you the thing that they can be sure is worse than them. So I'm going to call you something that I know that I'm better than. And, and where are they? They're talking about Satanists and pedophiles. That's what they think of themselves, that the only thing worse than them are satanists and pedophiles so there's a really low low negative self-image going on there somebody doesn't do that unless they're afraid deeply afraid that they're trash to use a racially loaded word
0: well there's got to be some point where the the repetition and everybody that you're hanging with <laughs> saying the same thing is just a matter of well well it Boldening, but it seems to me like they actually believe this stuff that they're... I mean, there's not enough psychological disorders to explain everybody taking this point of view.
1: <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I find difference between the left and the right is that the left likes to satirize and the right likes to demonize. And in fact, generally speaking, right attempts line. to satire don't work very well. And once, once they choose their demons, these demons never leave. You know, Nancy Pelosi is no longer speaker. And yet she's still as demonic in their eyes as she was when they pegged her with that 15 years ago. Taylor, I
0: think people on the right would make the same argument and say that the right likes to satirize (laughs) and the left likes to demonize.
1: Well, I think uh, anybody... Paying attention to comedy would find that absurd.
0: There is comedy on the right. People thought Rush Limbaugh was a comedy show. Watch that Greg Gutfeld (laughs) on Fox. He's
1: all full of name calling. But the the emphasis, you said the magic word there, Daryl, name calling. Mirthful laughter does not make you go out and beat people up. Mirthful laughter makes
2: you go out and hug everybody. That's fine. Well, the
0: the place where I see this played out is on the radio, because all these morning zoo kind of shows, those are all liberal. But all the talk shows are conservative. And the conservatives don't listen to the morning zoos and the morning zoo people don't listen to the talk shows.
1: As I see it, I'd I'd like to see, Daryl, maybe you've got a slew of them. But for instance, I I have no trouble making really vicious fun of Joe Biden. I didn't have much trouble making fun of Obama. Have you got a lot of conservative cartoons that are making fun of Trump?
0: There are a few cartoonists on the right that make fun of Trump. Michael Ramirez, for example. Well, okay. Uh, But not many. By and large, they don't draw Trump just as uh, liberal cartoonists didn't draw Hillary. There are more reasons on the left to dislike Biden for not doing enough that people on the left have a lot of problems with Biden. But when Hillary was running, we didn't see as many Hillary cartoons from the left as we do Biden cartoons now. Here's another Bagley with a nice black and white. How did a nation famous for its music, literature, art, science, and humanities fall for such a malignant clown? Stay tuned, as Trump says, vermin. I, I like this contrast with the black and white and the color. Mm-hmm. Because Hitler is in black and white.
1: Right. Well, that is a good good way to put it.
0: This is our photorealistic uh, AI cartoonist, Bart Van Leeuwen. I love that little Trump balloon floating in the window.
1: Now, this whole
2: thing about Trump saying that he's never read Mein Kampf, I believe it because Mein Kampf
1: was a book. I remember in junior high age, there was always some kid who would carry around Mein Kampf or the rise and fall of the Third Reich. And they, they almost, they'd, they'd, it'd be so dog-eared and they just have it with them all the time. Well, it's and a big
0: difference between those two books. I mean, you make is, different inferences about who's holding it.
1: It, well, the thing is, that, the, but still, the fa- there was a fascination. There was a fascination for some 14-year-olds with with Hitler. It's a stage.
0: There are some people that just like to be confrontational and draw attention to themselves. I, I put Alex Jones in that category. You know, when I listen to him, I, I often think he's funny and likable when I listen to him, even though he's so detestable. He's picking and choosing things to draw attention to himself quite successfully, um, and that was true of a lot of those kids in high school and a lot of the people that put Nazi stuff on themselves. It's just to get other people upset.
1: Well, oh, I see the hit. I see a little Trump balloon as well. Is that a standard
0: for? I like that Trump balloon. Every
2: day, if you, you know, follow what goes on on Twitter, you see like, wow, how come everyone's saying the same thing? They all get their talking points from various you know, right wing think tanks.
0: Um, You know, we don't get talking points. I I get email from people that tell me how terrible it is that I'm using the talking points for my cartoons. And I would like to get the talking points. I don't know where you signed up for that. It'd be interesting to see. I've never heard of a cartoonist who gets talking points. They were talking about this cartoon. They're saying
2: that we have to return this country to the people who built it. It's kind of oblivious of the fact that it was built by slaves. They, they don't like like that, that part of the history. They like the keeping them down, but not acknowledging what they did while they were there.
0: Here's one I drew from the previous election. I don't remember why, but I think that Trump was making Hillary-Hitler allusions at that time. Trump is also prone to this stuff. So I have Trump painting Hillary as Hitler. He certainly like the red was beret. Using every using <laughs> <laughs> every hyperbole he could use. Uh, that was before we knew Trump always had a red tie.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Here's That's a bad. John
0: Cole. Springtime for Donald and the GOP with our, our Donald Hitler. Here's a Bob Engelhart. This was also an early one, 2015. I always try to get the cartoonists not to put the years in their cartoons because a Trump-Hitler cartoon is an evergreen. Unless they see 2015 in there, they think, oh, this is old and stale. When it actually never goes stale. <laughs> Here's Randy Enos with the president goose stepping onto the Capitol on January 6th. Why do you think he has his finger under his nose? This the fake mustache.
1: Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs>
2: that's, that's, that's standard comedy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just the finger. Yeah, I, I've it. got my. I've hand. got my
0: comb. <laughs> Trump says, "Just thought I'd try it out." Two over the top fellas. That's Trump with his Hitler mustache. Here's Marian Kaminsky from Austria. They know about Hitler in Austria. Here's Marian Kaminsky drawing Trump admiring the photo of Hitler on the wall in the Oval Office. Um, you know, it would have been nice. I mean, this is this is this is real. I don't know, subtle, sly. If it was
2: on
1: the other side, because that's where he had the Andrew Jackson portrait. I like the curtains. He's done a good job drawing the curtains.
0: Andrew Jackson was also quite a vile character with his trail of tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also a real,
1: he was also a real estate magnate. By the way, no, seriously, <laughs> seriously. In fact, uh, a lot of Indian lands were were bought up and parceled out. Were you know uh, to his buddies and sold off
0: i used to live in uh, nashville for a while and andrew jackson's plantation is a big national monument there yeah. and the tourists mm-hmm. go to see it and you get to look at all the slave houses and it's a crazy experience to see him both demonized and lionized in the same spot well you know, more lion more, much more lionized than demonized
1: you know Daryl, i think that was with Andrew Jackson and with Thomas Jefferson I think of them as sort of quintessentially American because they truly represent the both sides that have within you know individual people the the both sides that have shaped the United States from the beginning from before, in fact, we became a republic. I think with with Trump, he sort of symbolizes that as well. I I know that a new president will put certain paintings and busts and what have you in in the Oval Office. And I think having Jackson there was, was very fitting for Trump. I think Trump is not a diversion from the norm in terms of politics. All that much. So you
0: see, Trump as
1: an Andrew Jackson kind of character. Yes.
0: Andrew Jackson also famously uh, disregarded the rulings of the
1: Supreme Court. Correct. He was. And he was a. Well, uh, well. Trump's doing way of doing it was to pack the Supreme Court, but nonetheless the same effect. But but also. Uh, basically a populist and um, raising the rabble. So I threw in uh,
0: a few here from the right. This is our conservative cartoonist Rivers, and he shows the, the guy wearing a rainbow unicorn costume pulling off his hat, and it's Hitler underneath. The mask comes off. me me, says Hitler. And He's labeled the left wing. They do draw the left wing as Hitler. And I would imagine if we asked them, they would have a list of ten reasons why the metaphor of Hitler fits the left wing. Well, Although it doesn't spring to my mind.
1: Where I think he, they miss is that they it'd be better if they if, if they want them to do that, I think better to have Lenin, you know, Vladimir Lenin instead of a Hitler. Yes, yeah, as they call that. him the left wing communists yeah rather than fascist so
2: maybe i'm i'm missing something that the right wing is aware of that i'm not but wouldn't this particular uh, unicorn also have a pink triangle
0: on its oh i take your point <laughs> he's got the rainbow horn yeah. so in it the same work. way that that <laughs> yeah, hitler that my- murdered homosexuals he's the left wing and he's I guess, no, it's, I still can't make sense of it. Yeah, I guess it's the, I don't know. Maybe, why is, maybe he, it's, it's why like is the, he revealing that he's really anti-homosexual as the left-wing? No. <laughs> no, I can't make any sense of it. I'm lost. We need rivers here. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a good explanation, just like they
2: can well, explain
1: Q. you. Maybe this is, you know, the idea that, for instance, okay, um, Trump will like to say, no, you're the racist. So this is to say just, you know, just simply uh no you're the fascist you know
0: yeah i think that's it yeah. i think it's that simple okay so here rivers has uh hitler you want to read this one for us pat it's a cold read and it's gonna be a <laughs> really cold read given its source but okay right. well you here could we do go. it twice if you want to you know, i'll cut it out
2: Listen, you know one take baby one take all right that's why i got used to get paid the medium-sized bucks all you have to do is demonize an identifiable group Through the endless propaganda and public literally cheered as we arrested them. It's easy to get the masses to ignore evil when you control the narrative to sell it as a good thing. Ditto. Ditto
0: says Biden as he's holding a piece of paper that says MAGA problem. And the caption reads, history just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. So I guess what Rivers is saying here is that Biden is demonizing the MAGA people in the same way that Hitler was demonizing Jews.
1: Well, I think so. They like to demonize the
2: MSM, mainstream media. We- Which they also like to point out is owned and run by people of a certain heritage. So (laughs) again, we're, we're kind of back to the pink triangle problem. There's an internal conflict in the logic.
0: I take Taylor's point though, is they call us Hitler. So we call them Hitler
3: Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah so here's dick wright and he's got the left who is unattractive and unkempt and overweight drinking a beer and he says these jews are a real problem and hitler says gas chambers always worked for me this is a good cartoon you think so the left is saying these jews are a real problem i assume that's referring to support for the palestinians
1: well that's that's where it gets complicated as i see it the far left And the far right, eventually make a circle and just about touch each other. Touch butts. Yeah, right. And uh, (laughs) part of it is that you will find plenty of anti-Semitism on the left. Now, of course, there are many Jews who, for instance, are very, American Jews, who are very skeptical of what's happening in Gaza. You know, they're they're uneasy about it. And the whole notion by some to equate being anti-Israel or say, if you're not 100% pro-Israel, you're somehow anti-Semitic. And of course, that's going way too far. But Dick Wright is correct here, that there is there is plenty of anti-Semitism on the left. And I think some of it probably is due to historical ignorance.
0: OK, tell, tell us about this one, Taylor. <laughs> I, I should say this is Trump say, with say, a rat Garrett. nest in his head. And it says, speaking of vermin, and of course, vermin is the Nazi Hitler language reference that Trump has been making. And it's not a word that we really use very much in speaking vocabulary. Which is, so. I,
1: I was also thinking of New York City with its rat problem. And with all kinds of rat's nests appearing all over the city, and Trump is a New Yorker, and was uh, and has all that mass of hair—that's mess, messy, messy hair—so just seemed like an ideal spot to for rodents to thrive.
0: The demonizing the people you don't like as vermin is very Nazi of him. But you know, he didn't read Mein Kampf. And this is a, another lovely one that we had in a previous podcast from you, Taylor. And I think you also drew this in 2015. Very, 2015, yeah. Very early uh, Trump-Hitler. Uh, and it's a great one. I'm, I'm, I'm. ahead a of the game. Yeah. His, his before,
1: hair is beautiful. And before everybody started drawing him with, with small
2: hands, but wasn't his name allegedly the family name was originally Trump
1: Drumpf? Drumpf. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? Drumpf. So,
0: so here's Ed Wexler, and she's There's got a the maga gal. She's reading a book, and she says, "Hmm, Trump told Chief of Staff John Kelly that Hitler did a lot of good things. That's so like him to always look for the good in folks." Tender thoughts. Well, he's a good Christian man. He's a good. I've forgotten about good, this. Godly was this a man. quote that you remember? Yes. You do.
1: Well, the, the, yeah, well, I mean, the, the Kelly quote or what she's saying. Uh, Hitler know, about, did, a, about, lot of Hitler good did a lot of good things. Yeah. 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 You know, there's so there are so many big lies being propagated, not simply by Trump and by his adoring fans. And one of them, of course, is that Biden is the worst president in history and, and the economy's never been worse.
2: Those are daily that, affirmations on the right.
1: And of course, of course, the, the weak weakness on the world stage. And uh, it's all a bunch of baloney.
0: My um, son has friends who like Trump, and he tells me that they say, Trump sent me checks. And we never got checks like that from Biden. And they say, I can't get a job, but I could get a job before and nobody can afford a house. People do look back and... Think things were better. And regardless of whether that's a a real comparison, that is what a lot of people feel.
1: The only thing that matters is what you perceive, you
3: know. I I have this idea of really wondering, Daryl, because. You run a syndicate that runs cartoons, but you know that newspapers don't run Trump cartoons. Very few Trump cartoons. And they, they do not run Trump as Hitler cartoons, correct?
0: Well, <laughs> they do avoid Hitler references and Ku Klux Klan references, and they avoid bodily fluids. There's There are things they don't like. I send all of the cartoonists uh, uh, a add. list of which which cartoons are, are <laughs> popular and being reprinted. And those are actually the majority of the cartoons in that top 10 and that the majority of the reprints. Uh, But, you know, in the last two years of the Trump administration, we saw that the cartoonists were very motivated to draw Trump and the newspapers were not printing those cartoons to the great frustration of the cartoonists. You looked at those lists every week with no Trumps in them and that was frustrating. But I think now on the second go round, We're seeing them print more trumps. Um, I think that was more of a fatigue in the last two years. We'll see if the fatigue sets back in.
1: Well, Daryl, has anybody anybody yet drawn a cartoon of Hitler peeing? They don't print peeing, Taylor.
0: They just don't print peeing. (laughs) You know, cartoonists love to draw peeing. They love to draw spitting and sweating and blood and snot and vomit. They just love all of that. Those are probably all words that... Uh, get us ticked down on, on YouTube, so I need to take that out.
3: <laughs> well, until we got to the final set of cartoons, I thought they were excellent. <laughs> I certainly uh, disagreed with the, what what the right wing was doing. It's a very serious reciprocity going on, both in the
0: numbers of Hitler's and the passion for it.
3: Yeah. So
0: well, my <laughs> question is, in Germany, I, I, I heard about some woman who became a German
2: citizen, and the first thing she did... Uh, as a new citizen of modern Germany, was to renounce the Holocaust and, and and basically renounce that part of Germany's past and to affirm that, you know, never again. If this drift toward fascism happens in the US, there are gonna be a lot of broken souls. There are going to be a lot of people who are going to find themselves committing to extreme evil, even as they tell themselves they're good church-going people. And there's going to be a point at which the fever breaks, and they're going to be like, holy
0: bodily fluid or bodily solid, what have I done? How many years have you been saying that, Pat? (laughs) Holy bodily solid? Um, no, I mean, uh, they're going to see the light and, and see how wrong they were. How many years have you been saying that? They're not going
2: to see it anytime soon. They're not going to see it, but things are getting darker and darker, and the commitment is getting deeper and deeper. And people are saying more and more things that are actually in favor
3: of killing their neighbor. You know, we're getting and ready long, but... They
2: say, well, you know, we settle these things with
3: guns in florida there is a movement led by ron desantis is to deny that slavery was a real problem in fact he's been having books removed from public libraries and from school libraries that mention slavery you know he's denying history he also said that slavery wasn't all that bad because slavery taught the slaves certain skills that they were able to use once they were freed. so wasn't that bad. So yeah, well, that's, Mickey what, that's, Darryl, that's what's going on in She's seeing it like now.
1: Daryl, I'd like that. Can I make uh, two comments? One, something I've been saying for a long time. And the other, just a comment about the cartoons today. The first is that I don't accuse people of being racist because my feeling is if I want to accuse somebody of being a racist, I got to look in the mirror first. It's not like I haven't had racist thoughts or made racist comments or laughed at a racist joke in my life. But saying that, I also think that American politics and history are all about race. That's all they've ever been about. And what's happening now is just further reflection of that. And I think Trump's movement is all about race. Uh, and uh, the, other, the other thing I was going to say is that might wanna you might wanna cut this part out. I'm not gonna say anything bad. I'm not gonna distress bodily functions. But I think I think this is this is my fourth or fifth podcast with you. And it seems to me this is these card it's been hard it's been a little bit hard for us to comment on some of these cartoons about Hitler and Hitler and, and making associated with Trump because the cartoons kind of say it all and it's I, I kind of think we in some ways we've sort of been fumbling a bit. words i i know i have been in a way that it's been easier some ways to comment on some of the other cartoons in other podcasts that make any sense
0: yeah let me say something in defense of trump i think that he kind of becomes like a no pest strip where all the things we don't like kind of stick to him and you can find a reason for why they're sticking to him and that's a little bit unfair i mean there's implications that he's anti-semitic i don't I don't think there's any of that there. You know, Ivanka and Jared are Jewish. He's from New York. I mean, not everything we don't like is Trump, but enough to make us uh, busy cartoonists. There's a lot not to like there. And
2: I, I got to take issue with one teeny little thing that, that Taylor said that it's there's this this strain that says it's all about race. I think it's a little bit more. we got to give some credit that there's more diversity than that. It's also about misogyny. That's been a little bit more subdued, but, but they're multifaceted. They're, at least they're two, they're facets. Well, of course,
1: the misogyny isn't, isn't, isn't unique to the United States, of course. Uh, but okay, then, all right,
2: all right, fine. Yeah, well, the unique thing then
1: will be-, will be the other And racial. by the way, race has done so much for American culture. There's probably been no greater marriage, cultural marriage, than between the Western canon of music and the African voice, you know, in, in terms of what it's done for the world, in, in terms of culture, there's so much uh, richness that have come, and, and it's all on display in the United States, and that's something we can be extremely proud of. But it's all that it's it's through that prism of race, all of it. My feeling.
2: And you talked about the the, the 1960s, and I, I that was when I was growing up in Detroit, and it was right. There, it was Motown. Motown was the hope, the hope. Of a, a possible future. And it was a, the most hopeful cultural movement in my lifetime, as evidenced by the fact that you get anybody together for the most important event in their lives and they got the band playing and what gets everybody out on the dance floor at every single wedding reception but but Motown. If we could reconnect with that part of our soul and realize the, this mix, which we used to proudly call a melting pot, is the, the source of our, our cultural richness and that's what makes America great.
1: Yeah, well, it's 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 there, it's there, it isn't gone, you know, it's just, uh, uh, just Bring it, it back, baby.
0: Okay, gentlemen, that's it for Trump-Hitler and everybody Remember to subscribe to the Cast wherever you're watching or listening today. Come back again, go to Cagle.com and subscribe and see all of the cartoons. And thank you so much for being here with us, gentlemen. Thank you for having (laughs) us. Thank
3: you.
1: Great, good to see y'all. Good to meet you, Bill and
3: Pat. Nice to meet you too. See you guys next Mm -hmm. time. We'll have you back. (laughs) Terrific. See y'all.